We're back, bitches! What is up? Welcome back to Le Green Monaco. Another midnight session in the basement. What's I'm up, Carl Blindsight Rowland. With me as always is the Crocs Nick Redbread, and joining us for to cement his most returned guest on the podcast, it's the mighty Boosh. Guys, I am back. He is back in the basement. Yeah. Technically, his own basement, but yeah. still, I'm, he I'm is in back. here a lot. He is back. Fair. Yeah, but not when the recorder's here. Yeah. So. I'm about to spark this monster of a joint. Mm, yes. Uh, it was beautifully rolled. Yes, I'm it's really... very silky smooth. It's smooth, it's got girth. Yeah. That's what you want in a joint. Yes. Girth. That, yeah, yes. And a penis. Apparently so. Yeah. yeah but that's, but that's what you like in your joints, Boosh, but we'll, we'll go down that road <laughs> at a different time. <laughs> the mayonnaise is fresh. Um, oh, gross. Spark um, it, bitch. Yeah, we're... we're uh, We've got a little bit of um, lemon kush here, so let's go for it, yeah. shall we? Yeah, yeah. Blast off, bitches. And for us beginners, that lemon kush means nothing to. Lemon kush <laughs> is a good high sativa dominant hybrid. Yeah, it's like a 40, uh, 40% indica to 60% indica. kush. So it gives you that body, but it still gives you the height, the head height as well. See, there's a bit I understand. Yeah. Uh, but considering it's a kush, it's really earthy. It tastes nice and it's like grounded. I can't really say it tastes grounded because that's a different word. Um, it's got earthy notes to it. Kind of like you would with, bit, with a beer, like an ale. I, I'm just finding it surprising how much I'm nodding to something you're saying on a podcast. Visual jokes in a podcast. podcast. <laughs> so, Bruce, how you been, man? You all good? I've been good. I haven't, as as this is the green monocle, this is straight away where I'm going to go. But I haven't been smoking that much lately. Yeah, no, you I'm say fine. that every time you come on the show. I think you use this as an excuse to smoke. Yeah. You yeah. shouldn't need an excuse to smoke. No, it's, well, yeah, no, yeah, true. <laughs> oh, no. yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, but no, but yeah. Yeah, but no, but yeah, but no, but shut up, you don't know about nothing. <sighs> wow. Yeah. I out-caffrontated I out you then. Damn, bitch. No, that's not Catherine Tate. That's fucking Little Britain. It sounds like Catherine Tate. Yeah. Uh, but what do you want to talk about tonight, Nick? What subjects? Um, well, we've both watched Everybody Wants Some. Yeah, the new Richard Lignator movie. I uh, haven't seen it, by the way. But you haven't seen Days and Confused either. No, I haven't, so I need to watch that. First, yeah, watch so that first before you watch Everybody yeah. Wants Some. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it works as a standalone movie, but... To Richard Linklater fans, it's the spiritual sequel to Days yeah, and yeah. Confused. Yeah, I, I know all about it. I just need to watch Days and Confused. Uh, do you mind if we talk about it briefly, or would you rather we? No, go for it. Yeah. Go for it. I really loved the whole tone of it. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. It certain character types are still there from Everybody Wants uh, from uh, Days, Days and Confused. Confused. I was a bit, a bit heartbroken halfway through the movie. Will it be? Yeah. Yeah, that got me as well. It, yeah, it really got me. Um, but the ending is literally the opposite. Yeah, yeah. Of Days and Confused. Yeah. It, it, it's a very abrupt ending. But I don't know if that's to open it up to do more. I very much doubt. I mm. think that's just... I think he just went for the opposite of Days and Confused. Get, mm. Days and Confused starts with Summer. Oh, oh I, I see what you mean. Do you know what I mean? I thought you meant because Days and Confused ending is like a more upbeat, you know. Yeah. M- uh, f- uh, thingy on his bed, just listening to music. All the um, 
all the rest of the gang just driving, well, driving to LA to go get those. Um, driving to Texas. No, oh yeah, driving to Texas to go get the. Um, is no, it not Texas? Driving to Houston because they're in Texas. Yeah, where are they going? Where are they getting tickets for? Aerosmith. They're, they're going, going to get Aerosmith, Aerosmith tickets. tickets. Cool. I like it already. You're already gonna watch this I'm movie. On board. The soundtrack is iconic, man. Dude, the soundtrack is probably one of the best soundtracks you'll ever get from a movie. I can, yeah, I, I would expect that from a movie. Yeah, and I and I will give Aerosmith. and I will give credit to um, everybody wants some soundtrack as well. Dude, that's fucking great. It's Bit of really, Blondie. Yeah, got the knack in there. Opens up with the knack, doesn't it? It's My Sharon is the first song in this playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, um, it's obviously it's set in the late, uh, early 80s. Early 80s, mm. like 80, 81. I think it's 81, yeah. So disco's still about. Disco's still about. Disco's but st- still about. Yeah. But there's still, like, good 70s muscle cars. Every good rock and roll film has disco. a clash with disco in it. It's one of the run, run, long-running jokes in that 70s show as well. Yeah. Disco sucks. Disco does suck. Although I do like some disco. I'm not going to lie. Everybody loves love the it. hustle. I love a bit of disco, I've got to say. Well, you know, Anita Ward, Ring My Bell. Yeah. Great song. It is a great song. But talking about best, uh, really good soundtracks as well. And we can, yeah, why don't we just discuss soundtracks this evening? I feel kind of dirty. Am I wrong for feeling kind of dirty? But this still being my favourite soundtrack, the Queen of the Dam soundtrack. No, yeah, it was well done. It was perfectly done for the movie. It's just a shame the movie has a sad note because of what happened to a, a, a Keisha, Aaliyah, Aaliyah. Yeah. Well, that was a it literally. She was her plane was she was on the way to do press for Queen of the Dam. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah, it's a good soundtrack, though. It's an amazing soundtrack. I mean, it's, Jonathan Ross writes Jonathan Ross, not Jonathan. Jonathan Ross. No, Jonathan Wass. Jonathan Wass. Jonathan uh, Wass. Jonathan Davis, mm-hmm. the lead the lead singer of Corn. Yeah, 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 he wrote that whole thing. Like that's him singing. But when you buy the soundtrack, it's actually different bands singing the songs. But yeah, he actually that, wrote all of them. He wrote them all, but yeah, they're all performed by different. There's a song. There's Manson, um, uh, Chester Beddingfield, Beddington, uh, uh, Linkin Park, Linkin Park, Disturbed. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a good metal soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. It's a good sex soundtrack as well. By the way, nah, never mind's good to fuck to. Never mind, Jesus. I'd go for the best Pink Floyd. Of course you would. I go for you are that. such you are such a love child. The best of cheeky girls. I mean that. The best of cheeky girls. Yeah, that's a good. All of soundtrack. one song, and it's not even a good song. That's more than one song. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't. Maybe. I don't care to be honest with you. No, do I? Uh, but if we're talking soundtracks, I think you got to go Tarantino. Tarantino has like great soundtracks, man. From yeah. from uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, Whereas Wild Dogs, dogs. Well, Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah if, if really we good. again talk, if we're talking about disco, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of disco in the Jackie yeah, Brown soundtrack. Really good. But Brown. even 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 one that sh- really shouldn't work with the kind of soundtrack it has, Django Unchained. Yeah, perfect. I mean, granted, there is some hip hop and stuff in there, but it works. It works perfectly. I've still, I've not seen that. Believe it or not. Django is really good. Fucking and on the Netflix. Yeah, it's on point. Okay, cool. It's on point. Uh, and but Hateful Eight's his first scored soundtrack. Yeah, n- there's no music in it hmm. except for one song that um, the inmate plays. 
Um, interesting story about that scene. There's a scene where a girl... I haven't seen it yet. Alright, I'm just going to... It's not a spoiler, it's just one bit. Okay. She's playing a, an uh, old... Uh, an ain't a... Um, you can do it. Uh, Use your words. A vintage guitar, but as in guitar, like yeah. from the... From the Cowboy Times is like from the early like a slap guitar, early twentieth century guitar. Yeah, um, there was spoke that was lent out to him from the National uh, Music Museum in America. Nice. Then it lent to the production. Um, Kurt Russell character gets annoyed by one of the songs the characters play and takes the guitar and smashes it against the wall. Wow. Kurt Russell was under the impression that that ancient guitar was switched out for a prop guitar. It wasn't. Shit. They smashed a quarter of a million dollar guitar. Jesus. That's so fucking rock and roll if you think about it, though. A quarter of a million dollar guitar. It gave for an amazing reaction from the lead actress in the movie because her reaction was genuine. Smashing the guitar. Um, It's now, has unfortunately, because of Quentin and that mistake... The National Music Museum will no longer lend out their instruments to productions. Uh, but when you cause a quarter of a million damage for a less than two minute scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's an expensive film. Mm. Not even like a pivotal point in the. It adds to the animosity between those two characters, but it's not something that they needed to be there. They hated each other anyway. Yeah. But. I highly recommend The Hateful Eight. And, uh, I've been wanting yeah, to watch yeah. it, just haven't been round to watch it yet, because every time I want to watch it, You need to dedicate some time to it, because it's a three-hour-long movie. Yeah. It's not like, it's not like you know, half-baked or, day, or days to confuse, something that you know you can slip on, it's going to be done in an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I will get around to it. I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. Uh, Four Rooms is a good movie to watch as well. Four Rooms. Ah, Four Rooms is weird. Um, it's four directors di- directing scenes in this one hotel. The running character between all of them is um, Tim Roth playing the bellboy. Ah. So Quentin Quentin does one one scene. Robert Rodriguez does another. I can't remember the other two directors. That sounds pretty cool, actually. It's got but Antonio Banderas in it. It's Quentin got... Tarantino is in it. Um, Tim Roth has mentioned. It's yeah. got quite a star-studded cast. It's yeah. a really Why good fucking movie. It flew under the radar. It didn't set everyone's world on fire. Except mine, dude. That was a fucking amazing movie That's for me. That's setting mine on fire. Quentin Tarantino segments all about him trying to find the perfect champagne. Mm-hmm. I've got to watch this. Uh, Again, I believe it's on the Netflix. Robert Rodriguez's oh. fucking room is all about like these two nightmare kids yeah. and a dead body in the mattress. Mm-hmm. Cool, that sounds really cool. I'm going to watch that in about ten minutes, I think. Ten minutes? Like, right here. Oh, right. I don't care. Even with recording, you're going to start putting a movie on. Just going to play it. So, you're going to be dicks on our show, because that means we can be dicks on your show. Yeah, that's a good point. I take that back. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, bitch. You remember that? Yeah. We got the power. It'd be interesting to go on your podcast. It'd be, it'd be the first time I've been on a podcast where I'm not driving the damn boat. I don't drive the boat. You don't drive the boat. You That's... don't drive the boat. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. I don't drive the boat. I like to bring up subjects. Yeah, when you remember to. I... Every time before we record. Nikki, think of something to talk about. I watched Independence Day. 
All right, two. talk about Independence Day 2, Electric Boogaloo, or how Mommy, the aliens Daddy, got their group stop back. Fighting. <laughs> We've moved on. <laughs> I enjoyed it, it was really good. Anything more on that? Uh, you get to see more of the aliens. I, I gathered in a sequel that they would show more of the aliens. Um, the utopian world that Earth could have been after that is actually quite interesting as well. All right. Oh, if they had conceded on the first attack, or no, if they like, what happened happened. Mm-hmm. They used the alien technology to better the world. Yeah, it became like a utopia. There was no more war. There was everyone was connected. I don't like that. Why? It's perfect. Utopia is not is impossible to, to have unity. You, it would any scenario, it will eventually erupt into dystopia. It can it can't exist. Utopia is a paradox. Yeah. Well, how about a little bit of anarchy? Yeah, exactly. That you would you would get bored of anarchy. No, of or if there was a utopia. Oh yeah, I'd totally get bored. But I mean, there's always going to be conflict. Yeah. That you know, human nature breeds conflict. But I mean, put your I mean, dicks away. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sorry. Resolve it with fucking words. Oh, we, we not got them out for this one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sorry. Like, stop fucking raging war on something for oil. Sorry to get a little bit. We had one rule, Nicholas. I'm sorry. One rule. This is how I believe. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I know. I just want to. It's just your. When you get into that, you get very strong, passionate, and ranty. And I have that in another podcast with a northerner. Basically, we all agree with what you're trying to say, which is. Fuck the police. Coming straight from the underground. In the undisclosed location. Yeah, we are underground. Yeah. Quite literally underground. Yeah. And we're going deeper. We dug a hole. For that is going to be the song I want played at my funeral. Going, going deeper underground. underground by Jamiroquai. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> no, just because it has that operatic opening mm-hmm. and then it just yeah. drops into it I gotta get that song yeah I was downloading all comedy songs while I was doing um, the DJ tonight like Stephen Lynch and Tom Lear and stuff like that whatever that's Stephen Lynch <laughs> um, what else was I going to say uh, my funeral song I want to be here I wish you were here <laughs> Because it's beautiful, but if you really think about it, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> I want my funeral song to be the chicken dance. No more will get sued. <laughs> now, actually, there's no real restrictions. You can play music and stuff on that. It's just you got to be careful what you certain. You got to be careful certain networks that are checking podcasts. Mm. Don't play Metallica. Oh no, definitely not Napster. Like a motherfucker. Yeah. You just said Napster, you're fucked. It's fine. They're gonna sue you. It's, no, it's fine. I got. I'll just message Alex Winter and he'll help me out. <laughs> he did the Napster documentary. That's what Alex Winter does now. He's a docu- docu- documentarian. Documentarian. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. He did a Napster documentary. He's just done a new one, and um, he, him and Keanu, when they can get together, have been working on Bill and Ted Three, which apparently is going to be parallel dimensions. That's pretty cool. Is this actually happening? Yeah, yeah. It's, they've got the they've got a script. They've got the budget. They've got the studio. It's just literally their schedules and um, greenlit and uh, director. That's what I mean. Oh, I'll direct that. 
I would want to be the one who has to direct with Bill and Ted. I don't really think it's an open invitation, to be honest. I'd do that. I'd do that like, <laughs> happily. Yeah, we'd all want to do it, Nick, but it's I don't want do not want to be the guy who killed Bill and Ted. Oh, that's what I could do. I could kill them. They did that in the last movie. Yeah. That says that at. Do you know? Do you know what the working, the original title of Bill and Ted Two was supposed to be Bill and Ted Go to Hell. Yeah, I know. And then they it copped out and called it the Bogus Journey. I saw that before. I saw Bill and Ted's Exit Adventure. I think in Bill and Ted Three they should kill Kiss. No, um, it's supposed to be the story of why it's this like all the times passed between the last movie and they haven't written the song that changed the world, like that started their, off their fame. Yeah. So they're just like a. a uh, club band now then apparently the Bill and Ted from the world they find out the Bill and Ted from the world that it did happen have gone missing and they have to go through the parallel dimensions to find them and it's the bootstrap paradox they become the Bill and Ted that uh, that sounds pretty cool that yeah. sounds really cool see I could totally direct that <laughs> <laughs> I could do it I swear I, I, mate I, I've, I'm working on stuff for you to direct and stuff I'll give let you I'll let you drive the boat on that one. <laughs> it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be bumpy, <laughs> but we'll get there in the end. Yeah, you could have the green monocle, super groovy cartoon movie. No, I don't want to be green <laughs> or animated. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's gonna be good. I'm just looking forward to everything at the moment, man. Ah, I got my ticket for Dark Knight. Uh, not Dark Knight. Uh, Killing Joke. In the grants, when's that out? Uh, uh, one one screening um, on the twenty fifth of June, and I'm not going to tell you the next bit because it'll upset you. What's that? Sold out. Oh, shit! I literally got the last ticket. Oh, that sucks. Cause I really want to take the missus to that. I'm gonna have to go out, Robin. I think. No, it's released digitally the next day, so it'll be online the next day. Okay. Just you won't. It, this is the only showing they're doing in the cinema. Okay. That's cool, I still... But do you know this will be the first time there's been a Batman animated movie in the cinema since Mask of the Phantasm? Really? Yeah. They've no, none of them have got a cinematic release. Not even The Dark Knight Returns got it. Wow. But fans have been, wait, fans have been waiting for The Killing Joke for years, ever since they started doing these um, animated movies and DC just kicking ass. They're all, they're all good. They're all fucking it, good. It, even Superman vs. The Elite. Which, if you ever want to see a Superman say the word wanker... It's worth I watching. really want to see Superman say the word wanker. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of things I want to see more than that. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah Superman versus League, because one of their lead characters, Manchester Black, who's obviously from... Let, and Because he has a huge Union Jack on his chest, you can guess where he's from. America. Singapore. Singapore, he's right. Yes. <laughs> knew it. I fucking knew it. Now, yeah, he's... From Manchester, and he says something about some bad guys saying they're a bunch of wankers, and then Superman, of course, being an American, not knowing the word, it's like, let's yeah, let's go stop these wankers. <laughs> it's a very quick scene, but it's just worth it to see Superman say wankers. I like to flash. Uh... I know you like to flash people, Nick. <laughs> Shut up! And stop being Humphrey and pass that shit. I'm I'm right. Um, flash paradox, flashpoint paradox. So good. Ah, episode one, episode three of the Flash, ep- season three, episode one of the Flash will be called Flashpoint. Really? They are doing Flashpoint. When's that come out? Uh, October the third or fourth. 
because it's Supergirl on Mondays, Dude. Flash on Flash on Tuesdays, Arrow on Wednesdays, and Legends on tomorrow on Thursday. But for us, that's Tuesday. Just move it a day next. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. I've not watched any superhero TV series yet. You need to get onto the Flash, man. The Flash is fucking tits. It is the best one. It's just good storytelling, good use of B characters, and you just fall in love with the supporting cast. Like, you'll love Cisco. Yeah, you'll definitely love Cisco. Yeah. But the thing is, like... I do like Cisco. What I love most about it is... Not Fong Song Cisco. (laughs) (laughs) Not that Cisco. The character Cisco. Um... What I love about it is uh, they use... Do you ever remember remember the 90s TV show, The Splash? No. There was a a short-lived Flash series that only ran for a season. Yeah, no, I've never seen that. uh, But the the guy who played The Flash in that now plays uh, Barry's dad. Barry Allen's dad, The Flash's dad. Okay. But as it's revealed in the end of season two, spoilers... We spoil everything. Everything. Uh, but um, it's revealed that on another Earth, he's that their Flash, Jay Garrick, the oh, so the Golden Age Flash. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I like and he's and he said and Dude. and he said in interviews that, like, what was it like to don the suit again? It's just like, what was it like to play the the Flash again? He's just like, I was just happy they gave me another super suit. Um, what was I going to say uh, also the main bad guy in season 2 is Zoom and the guy that plays the voice of Zoom is Candyman have you seen Candyman? yes I've seen Candyman yeah. he voices Zoom he voices Zoom and Jesus Christ is it fucking terrifying it literally <laughs> is a spawn of Satan from hell yeah. nice. very like this but better <laughs> what yeah, was that? Yeah. I know right <laughs> I don't even think I could do it. Like, I think that's what Uncle Ben really sounds like. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Rise in one minute. <laughs> oh, Rise that Uncle Ben. Minute. <laughs> I hear Uncle Ben. I automatically go Spider-Man. Spider-Man yeah, yeah. I thought that might he's be coming back to life. They're all coming back to life. What Uncle Ben? Yeah, all the, the basically. There's uh, one more day story they're doing in the summer. Where Spider, all of the all of Spider Man's um, people that have died in his life come back for a day. I apparently I don't know what the whole story is. I saw that the promo where he just shows all of the dead, and of course, Pride and Center right next to Spider Man is Uncle Ben. Wow, with his rice. <laughs> <laughs> Every Christmas, all I ever got was a single grain of rice. Thanks, Uncle Ben. <laughs> that was terrible. They're not all gems, you know. One day, one of them will be. And on that day, I will die. We had a good one earlier today, didn't we? He really wasn't actually telling the truth. What? Uh, let's just say unknown person at a, at a drinking establishment. And we're like, can you tell we're stoned? He's like, I can't even smell it. You know, because of all the coke yeah. I have in my, up in my nose. <laughs> oh, I... Uh. All right. Um, we are... At time, gentlemen. Please? Yep. Oh, if you want to be funny. I do want to be funny. Um, I always want to be funny. Boosh, will, uh, do you want me to hold off putting this up until your first episode up? Or do you want to tell them what you're work, currently working on? 
Yeah, we, uh, me and my uh, good friend Hatchet. Who we tried to get as a guest on this show. Yeah, he's a little baby long bitch. Yeah, yeah, he really is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're doing a podcast called Mashed Movies. Mashed Movies? Tell the, tell the good people what Mashed Movies is going to be. Each week, uh, me and Hatchet will pick a... Me or Hatchet will pick a film that the other one hasn't seen. And we'll get extremely drunk whilst watching the film. Mm. and pick out all the plot holes and things that don't make sense with that film. Are you going with recent movies or maybe like classics to start off with? It's going to be a, a mix. Okay, that's cool. But we're... You're going to have a bit of a problem with me if I come on this show because I've seen a lot of movies. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. I can, I, and I can drive um, you know, a jumbo jet through some of the plot holes in like Superman versus Batman and stuff yeah, like that. That's exactly what what yeah. we want yeah so you and Hatchie are going to do what you said weekly or is it going to be I think like we're going to do uh, fortnightly fortnightly uh, like us you know when we remember to do it no we, we've we been good every two weeks yeah so yeah we've been pretty good high five for production team yeah. and this right um, follow us on twitter or at uh, the green monocle follow us on facebook at uh, facebook forward slash uh, the green monocle and our Instagram is uh, Green Monocle. Green Monocle, not the Green Monocle. Yeah. Green Monocle at Instagram. Someone got the, the Green Monocle. Can you believe that shit? Bastards. That's um, uh, Croydon Comic Con is going to be on the second and first and second of October. See, I will try to ask you about that earlier, and you're yeah. like, "What?" Yeah, sorry, I didn't hear you. <laughs> I thought you meant the Comic Con, uh, London Film and Comic Con, at the end of the month that I'm going to. No, the ship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, more details on that as as it unveils. The next off the reels is this Sunday. Um, oh no, this won't be out by then. Uh, it will be, be a Sunday. It will be August, the first Sunday in August. And which I will be coming to. My which you were coming to. Awesome, 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 awesome. And a special episode of uh, Pop Culture Pod should be out around the same time as this. The Im- uh, Beer and Loathing at Imbibe. The Beer and uh, Loathing at Imbibe. Yeah. That's a fun um, one. I've been Carl Rowland. I've been the Kronks, Nick Ribbon. Oh, blind sight, Carl Rowland. And yours always are? I'm, as always, the, the Boosh. The Mighty Boosh. The Boosh. The Boosh. The Mighty Boosh. I'm just boosh, the boosh. to you. <laughs> Hi there. We'll catch you when we remember to press record. Peace.